All right, we're back. Circling Back Podcast, live, Boston, Texas. My name's Will DeFreeze. To my right, Dave Ruff. I need you guys to go ahead and just mash the living piss out of that follow button. Wow. The subscribe button. button is like essential right now. Hit the sicko mode button. Just hit all the buttons, but we need you guys to do that before you continue. Hey, are we officially going to call this episode two? Because it's kind of like a bonus potty right up front. I'll be honest. I'm really confused as to why you care about the logistics of that right now. This is bonus like, content. What, what do you? Who I'm just. Cares? Ex- I'm just excited. I don't know. Like we're not even calling episode one. Episode. I'm one. just excited. All right. I'm in between y'all right now. Let's compromise. Let's do episode due. Hey, next time I see you, it's on site. It's on site. We well, right are now. right in front of each other. But I, but I like to use on site, and you can only use it when you're not in front of that person. You can't put to it make in- it make sense. We've got like logistical Dylan over here. Are we I don't gonna, know, what are man. we going to call this? I'm just excited. Just calm Seems like down. something we could have worked out before the pod. Yeah. Let's, let's get to why we're here, though. Do you want to introduce yourself or just yeah. complain? Well, Will, introduce me. Uh, his name's Dylan Shivery. Yes. Hi. Thank you. I'm glad to be here uh, on the Circling Back podcast. It's not the Circling Base podcast. <laughs> As you know, if you're listening to this right now, and it's, I mean, we just launched, it's launch day. Yeah. Uh, mash that subscribe button. Oh, I'm about to launch. Hopefully, you just listened to episode one. It doesn't, I, Dylan. Why are you? Care, why do you care about I'm the just, logistics? It's not chronological. Just, yeah, yeah, this isn't like a true crime series. Like people can know, listen man. in any like. Yeah, this ain't serial. If they count. go to the feed and they see that like, oh, Chris Harrison's on an episode. They're probably going to click that but one. But when you turn on, a, when you start a new series, you start at episode one. Not that it goes. This isn't not a, a series. We're not telling a story. I understand that, but you, I, I, whatever. F. Scott Fitz Dylan over here. I'm trying to climb. What are you doing? Let's Fucking build. Ernest Hemingway. Yo, yeah. let's build. Chill out. Hemingway? Yeah, Bay. It's a popular term. I mean, I get it. Okay. Charles Dillons. How how upset are people that we haven't gotten to the Chris Harrison interview yet? Anyway, if you have Who's found this feed, guy? have you found this feed, you need to hit the subscribe button. You need to pause the podcast, go on Twitter, follow at Circling Back Pod, go on Instagram, follow at Circling Back Pod. Yes. It's real easy. Okay. And also, please rate, review, subscribe, everything. We need you to mash those buttons. Okay, so we went to San Diego recently. Yeah. Right? Southern California. Callaway had us out there. More Carlsbad, but yeah. Carlsbad, California. We dabbled with La Jolla. North of San Diego. We didn't dabble. We went straight into La Jolla. Callaway had us out there. Shouts to hashtag Chad, AJ, what's up? They had us out there. They did a product launch event. They launched a new Epic Flash driver, which mashes, by the way. What was your club head speed? Don't do cocky Dylan like some fake thing. What was your actual club head speed? Keep in mind, I was swinging on a broken leg, but I touched 118. I heard, I actually heard the guy, I was doing it next to you. I was getting fitted next to you. I heard the guy say, oh, you've got great club head speed. Last time I was on a track, man, it was 122. I'm just going to say that. 118, I dialed it down a bit because I was getting fitted for clubs. I wasn't trying to flex on everybody. 118, very respectable, and I was mashing. My first drive with the driver... Before like any adjustments were made, anything I, uh, I absolutely bombed my first one. Yeah, the guy who was fitting me was like in awe, and then I hit my second one, and he just busted out laughing, and he goes, "Okay, after your first one, I was like, oh, this guy's a scratch golfer. He's like, you just carried it like way too far, and what, and hit it dead center at the target. To be fair to me, or like to be transparent, I was actually aiming at the wrong target, so it was a terrible shot for me, and it just looked good." Well, you know now that you have that in you. You just yeah. need to do that. And then every once time. we made the adjustments, I actually did start absolutely bombing it. Did y'all know that AI designed the the club face, the driver face? It's, it's such, arti- a, it's artificial. such a big pivot. 
for AI to go from playing in the NBA to actually just one of the, designing clubs. One of the best point guards, you know, of that era, if not the best. Best to never win at all. Sure. And here he, he is designing designing the best driver in the game. I think there's an argument. What about like Barkley? Barkley. Wait, did uh, the mailman ever win one? No, the mailman didn't. Call Malone. Carl what Malone. an idiot, dude. Yeah, why didn't he just win one? Seems like he could have won one. Like, Jordan took two years off in his career. Just win one then. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, Houston stepped up. Yeah. Akeem got a couple. Anyway, Callaway event. Yeah. It has flash face technology. Flash face. So the face is designed by... It's actually not Allen Iverson. Oh. We actually talked to Chris Harrison about this later. It's it's artificial intelligence. So oh. it's intelligence that's not... Uh, why did, why did not they, real, not human. It's not a conscious entity. Why didn't they clarify that? Because I bet people are confused. I don't know. I was confused. I didn't want to. I was just happy to be there. I didn't want to call Chad out. Yeah. Anyway, at this event, like I was saying, Chris Harrison was there. So was Colton, the bachelor, Colton Underwood. We spoke to him too. But this is all about Chris Harrison. Mm-hmm. We sat down What's with that him. Boy. We talked. Uh, well, you're gonna hear it in a minute. I well, probably, no, we I probably no, don't need to preface it, dude. You're prefacing this all wrong, Dylan. What? We went to a, an event the night before. It was kind of just like a mixer of sorts. It was a launch mixer. And all, those are every, the best kind of mixers. Yeah, everyone everybody's that got just launching. Went there and we Chris Harrison walked in. And we were standing there and I was like, oh, Chris Harrison just walked in. By we the way, well, first of by all, the way, there were other celebs there first, but we were like, yeah, there's a cool Chris, celebs. Yeah. Can I just say Chris Harrison rolled in about, oh, I don't know, two hours after it started. That's I what, think he was hitting the range. Uh, probably. The I, I saw him. But, I saw him on the range the next day. Our heads kind of whipped around when we, when we got word that Chris Harrison was in the building. And we had been mingling with, you know, Michelle Wee, Bryce Butler was in the building. Former uh, Cowboy, great. Some other, you know, big-time social media influencer types. But when uh, Chris your boy Harrison, Brody. When Chris Harrison walked in, it was like, all right, all right, I see you. Yeah. That's funny, when shit changed. We got funny a grandma. Story. Well, yeah, we got a Dave, grandma. Dave Graham cucked me, which uh, is fine. We explained that. Yeah. It was... It's fine. I think it was just Quit rehashing. Like, as I said on the last one, literally no one cares. Okay. Uh, we went... So we talked to him, and he... To his credit, he talked to us spares for like 15 minutes, 20 minutes. And in my head, I'm thinking, this is going so well. I hope we have something to talk about tomorrow on the podcast. Because we literally did like, everybody was just firing in and he was going with us. It had been boom, boom, boom. And then uh, some model or something walked up and he he, he left us. Yeah, he just ditched Didn't us. even you say mean, bye. And I, I believe it was uh, Miss America 2015 who walked up and he was like, excuse me, guys, I'm going to go talk to her if you don't mind. Yeah. No, no. And there... We were like, Chris, we got it, man. To be cool. fair to Chris, to be fair to Chris, he has been connected with her for a long time and he, he's a mentor of sorts to her. So I'm not going to poo-poo him leaving us. Been, Dylan, you've been a mentor for many Miss Americas. Uh, is that right? I don't know. Yeah, I was maybe. hoping you would admit that. I was saying right Chris now. Harrison was one of the cooler dudes I've ever talked to. He he handled us well and and we kind of tried to screw with him a little bit and he played along and I came out of the gates and I and I, I meant this as a compliment. You I'm not going to give away my first question but I, we all meant it as a compliment what we were trying to say and uh I think it kind of took him off guard. I even told him during this interview, I said, dude, you're cooler than I expected you to be. He was. Which what it didn't mean to be a slight, because I, I had high expectations going in. I think but there are some celebrities that come off, and I haven't met that many big names, but there are some celebrities that come off as kind of robots who are just kind of told what to do and where to go. He is a chill-ass dude who also happens to host Who Wants to Be a Millionaire and The Bachelor. And there are some celebs who think, like, I'm too big for what these guys are trying to do. I'm just going to give them short answers and get out of here. Yeah. Nah. He's tight. He was... Did we talk about this? 
he actually had to hit the road to drive back to LA, which traffic between San Diego and LA is nightmare. And it was like two or three o'clock. And he's like, guys, I can do like 10 minutes. Mm -hmm. And we kind of give, kept giving clues to like end the interview. And he just kept going. No. So we, I was sitting in there in the room with Dave in the, the podcast studio at the Callaway event. And Chris Harrison just comes busting in, sets down his phone and says, all right, I got 10 minutes. And I was like, oh shit. Dylan's I was downstairs getting a tinky off. I know. Off. I was like, Dylan's not even here. Like, he's getting a tinky off right now. Like, what are we supposed to do? I call Dylan. Dylan doesn't answer. I'm like, oh, cool. We've got Chris Harrison in the booth. You know I stay on like, silent. Yeah. And so we're sitting there, and I don't know what to do with myself. And so then I'm like, all right, we have 10 minutes. The clock's already started. Dylan's nowhere to be found. Then Dylan walks in to tell us that Chris Harrison had already left. Well, as it turns out, our boy CH did not leave. Because hashtag Chad was getting a tinky off next to me. He goes, dude, y'all just missed Chris Harrison. Dude, I, so he was walking into the parking lot, and I was waiting for him. Who's the wedge guy? Toronto, uh, Anthony, the guy who does the Callaway wedges. He's got a good Instagram, sorry. Uh, he was doing a, a thing with Chris, and then Chris was walking in the parking lot. I go, Chris, you got time for us? He's like, I could do 10 minutes. Yeah. And then we, we went upstairs, and then— Dave I, saved the day. Yeah, yeah, not to you know hero mode myself, but I, I pretty much you say hit that it. hero no, here, mode Dave, button. Dave, I'm going to give you the honor of mashing the hero mode button right now. Mashed. He you can't it. see it, but for the folks at home, I just mashed. He it. did. He did. I have to say, I told Crick Watson, the great Crick Watson, formerly uh, of PGP, he is like, how is Chris Harrison? I said he is exactly what I expected him to be. He's not what I expected him to be. He's exactly what I wanted him to be. That's probably a better way because he was. You'll hear it. Quick, quick word. Quick witted. Mm -hmm. Uh, and just rolled with us. He's a consummate host. He makes you feel at ease, which is what every host should do. Yeah, we don't do that all No, the time. we just bombard you with stupid Ask questions. Ask Wes and Dill. <laughs> they felt maybe a little too at ease. Well, should we, uh, should we present the interview without uh, further ado? Yes. All right. Let's introduce it real quick. I'm kidding. Let's get into it. All right, without further ado, this is our boy, Chris Harrison. Here's Chris Harrison. <laughs> we got the man who it's been said he does he does more with less FaceTime than anyone in the world. It's Chris Harrison. On you, TV or in personal life? Uh, both. Okay. <laughs> Dallas' own, Lake Highland's own. That's right. Lake Highland's Wildcat. Uh, thank, I'm not sure. How do I take that? I, does, I do more with less FaceTime. It's a compliment. Okay. It's yeah, a compliment. yeah, yeah. Welcome to the guest. I'm going to take it as a compliment. Dave, are we just going to talk Cowboys football the whole time? Or what's no. going to happen before, here? Before this goes into it, because Chris is in a hurry, i got to ask him the question that all of our fans want to know. Yeah. Why'd you why'd y'all do Jack Stone like that back I mean, in the day? What do you mean? What did we do? What did so, we do to Jack Stone? To catch you up, Jack Stone is a is a recurring guest on this show. Oh, is he? We love we love the Stone Man. We're a big Fellow Stone Dallas guys. guy. He's a Dallas yeah. dude. And he was like, Yeah, man, the producers got me good on the show. They made me look like a creep. We all kind of bought into it, so we, he we let him explain himself. So we're big Jack Stone guys now. <laughs> what happened? Uh I always thought because I always called him Dr. Jack Stone. Uh do you guys ever see the uh, the old movie? Uh, what no. was it? oh god uh, with uh, Michael J. Fox he was the doctor um, Back to the Future Doc Holly uh, Doc. Uh, Hollywood, Hollywood. Uh, oh Tombstone no damn it not Doc Holly <laughs> Tombstone um, I thought he said Doc Holly he's a Teen Wolf I'm going to think of it I'm going to keep going anyway this is where he turns uh, into here's a, a the wolf thing after he plays we don't basketball. make people look creepy you don't like right you I ever, know do you ever, let's, I will, I'll just say this do you ever wonder why it's always the people that come off looking creepy or bad that complain about the editing those that look great never go man i'm really not that good of a guy <laughs> it was the editing 
<laughs> man, I didn't mean to. I didn't mean Damn. Stone Man. Sold out Stone Man. Oh, I love it. The I didn't Stone mean to, Man. I didn't want you to put him in a body bag. <laughs> Chris, is it true that you... I just swept the leg. Is it, is it, <laughs> is it true that... Uh, it is Doc Hollywood. Yeah. Yeah, the Michael, the J, Michael J. Fox, Doc Hollywood. Uh, so, hey, Dr. Jack Stone. That's why... Okay, we digress. That's the one where he goes back in time. No, Jesus like Christ! <laughs> back in time. That's a different movie. <laughs> hey, um, what's your what's your go to uh, Tex Mex spot in Dallas or in Texas, wherever? Um, you know, Miko's easy. M- you gotta Mikasina. go. Uh, there's a there's a place up in, in Frisco. I always go uh, as well. Um, we called it the horse. I don't even know the name of it because we called it the horsey restaurant because they had horses outside. My kids always rode like you know those little horses. You put a quarter in, you yeah. ride them. Uh, what was that? I don't even forget the name of it. But any place that has queso, which is every place in Dallas. Yeah. Very queso-friendly town. It is a very <laughs> For the folks listening who don't know, it, it means cheese in uh, Spanish. In, yes, in Espanol. Yeah. Is it true that you just handpicked Colton because you just want to chill with him? Yeah, because I, I wanted someone who would make me look scrawnier <laughs> than I really am. He just absolutely body bagged me in a photo. He's I a, felt so, yeah. so tiny next He's to him. a massive human being. He's a thick boy. And yeah. that's what people, the, the, the odd thing is usually say in, in Hollywood, uh, I'll pick on Tom Cruise. Uh, he's tiny. Yeah. Right. I mean, he, he's like elfin. Um, and so if you see people like that in real life, you think, oh, I saw Mission Impossible. He's big or whatever. And Mel Gibson, those guys are, are they're tiny little figurines of human beings. So you see them and you're like, oh, they're tiny. I, uh, I get the opposite effect. People go, oh, you're actually a human size. I was about to say, you're taller in person than I expected you to be. But I always stand next to all the guys on our show are 6'4". Yeah. They eat massive amounts of protein and egg whites. They shave every inch of their body. Uh, it's not natural. Um, and the good news is Colton's actually a legit NFL athlete. He's a stud. <laughs> I made the mistake of working out with him every day. Did he just body bag you? Oh, The calves on that guy. Is he going <laughs> heavy? What's he going goes on? deep. <laughs> Uh, we would be running, and we were like, we're in Thailand, uh, name dropping, and we're into this run. We're like four miles in. I played college soccer. I'm a pr- I'm pretty fit. I can run, and we're four miles in. He's like, hey, I just want to stretch my legs a little bit. Okay, we can pick it up. Without finishing the sentence, he was a quarter mile ahead of me. He just, I mean, was like a gazelle. He's beasting. There's a difference in well, yeah. these these athletes. I mean, the top oh oh one percent of athletes in the world, and then when you think that Colton is no offense, average for an NFL guy. Sure, sure. I mean, when you're talking about the studs in the NFL, it's crazy how good these guys yeah, are. We were talking combine numbers with them earlier. You said you ran a 4.62, 4.68, what do you say? 4.68. 4.68, 40. And now you have 40. defensive ends running 4.440s. Yeah. And that's why these guys are just getting killed. You know, back in the day when I was growing up, you know, if you're 300 pounds, that meant you ran a 5.440. So sure. the quick guys you could get away and you could survive. Now you're just, you're getting crushed by these guys. It's just, since we're talking football and since we have the Dallas connection here, Colton predicted a Seahawks victory Saturday. What a dick. Right? That's what <laughs> yeah, we said. Yeah, it kind of pissed me off, honestly. We hate wow. the guy now because that's it. No, now I'm going to tell you what I, now I'm going to tell you what I really think of Colton. Um, I, I won't be surprised. You know, I'm diehard cowboy fan, born and raised. It's a birthright, but I just I don't feel like we have that team that's just confident and going to roll through. I think we're good. You know, we got obviously adding Amari Cooper was a huge addition to give us some kind of downfield presence at all. Uh, Dak's fine. You know, Zeke is amazing. I think we're good. We're a really good team, but I I don't think we're world beaters this year, which means we're probably going to win the Super Bowl. (laughs) But, you know, usually the Cowboys get your hopes up and then they rip our heart out. That's kind of been the the status quo for the last decade. Um, 
we'll see what they do this year. I, I just don't, you know, maybe it's because my hopes aren't up. Maybe we'll do well. Okay. What are we favored this? We got to be favored. Yeah. We're home. Yeah. I think, I think are we just a typical three point Dallas dog? Minus two, I think. I want to yeah. say. Okay. Something like that. So we're not even getting the three points of being home. Right. So it's a basically a pick 'em game. Exactly. Disrespect. Exactly. How many rounds of golf do you play during one taping of the Bachelor or Bachelorette? Not a ton. With th- this season with Colton, I played a few times in. Uh, he told us we were in. Uh, where was I? In Vietnam. And uh, played over there and then played in Portugal a couple times. That's one of the cool aspects of the show is we travel so much. And I do have days where I'm off not doing anything. And I'll go play golf. I'll find a golf course, find something to do. And it's it's kind of cool to go visit some of these other courses around the world. And, and What about played. Paradise where you just like – I feel like Paradise is great because we stay at this resort that has a has 36 holes on it. It has a Norman and a Nicholas course so on it. So you're just doing laps? So, yeah. I, just, I have carte blanche, although it's 148 degrees. I was going to say, it's like every single person on that show except for you looks like they're just sweating just sweating your th- balls buckets. off. Yeah, do you, it's, do you travel with your sticks or you rent? I do. No, I do. Well, I have a rule. Okay. Two rounds or more, I take my sticks. Okay. okay. Anything less than that, it's not worth it because it's a pain in the ass to travel with your sticks. It's the last oh, thing yeah. that's ever unloaded, and especially at LAX. It's another hour, and you're just ready to be home. I'm so. always afraid that the, my driver heads are going to get snapped Snap. into they throw and the honestly anywhere around. around the world now rentals are fine yeah it's like skis everything's good enough i mean sure. if i was playing in a legit tournament you're taking your own sure but just goofing around i take what i need you take your shoes your balls tea like everything that you're going to spend another 180 dollars on i'll take all that and then borrow clubs people were saying you were knocking the tits off the golf ball with that epic flash is that true <laughs> the epic flash is <laughs> awesome that. the epic <laughs> was really good three or four years ago, whatever it was. Um, the Epic Flash, you have a smooth swing. I saw you swinging. Thank you. I hit the ball, it was like three or four miles per hour faster. So that'll equate to up to 20 yards more distance. That's insane. Yeah. So we got to I- pl- play sometime. You ever make it through Austin? <laughs> Where do you guys play in Austin? I love Austin. It's one of my favorite cities in the world. I go there a lot. I have family there. And uh, I absolutely love it. But I'm not a Pete Dye guy, so I'm not an yeah. ACC guy. The location's great, but I just golf's hard enough without yeah. Pete Dye. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't agree. need to Austin. hit a beautiful drive down the middle and then I my ball's in the water because it hit an elephant. <laughs> yeah, Austin the the private golf courses in Austin are really good. Right, yeah, Barton Creek, ACC. Publicly though, like for broke boys like us, it it's they're not great. It's yeah. not it's not a great public. Well, because you need water, and that's what's expensive sure. in Texas. Sure. You got to water the sure. crap out of it's 108. Yeah. Every day, yeah. So that's what's tough. But you, I mean, you guys have was Spanish. That was an old Spanish Discovery Oaks. Spanish Oaks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, that place is Sergio's tight. playing now. What is so? There's ACC, but then what's the what's the Crenshaw that they also call Austin Country Club? Don't they? Or is it? Oh, so they just built that out at. They're building one out at Barton Creek. So Crenshaw has already has one out at. Uh, well, there's Barton Creek Crenshaw. Yeah. There are two uh, Fazio courses, and then there's Crenshaw, and then Lakeside is way out on 71. And what is you? What's the UT course? It's called UT, golf, UT golf Course. Is that is that a UT good golf club? Good track. It's a great track. It is. Yeah. yeah, it is good. Where do you guys go to barbecue? If you're going to be in Austin, and you can't say Franklin's, <laughs> that's that's the answer. I mean, yeah. it's, no, but but we're terrible. not going to go there. We don't go there because I'm not going to go six in the morning and, right. and sit there. Terry I've Blacks. We've all Terry done Blacks. Terry Blacks is Blacks the best short weight barbecue you can get. A Black Snows. The next tier down from Franklin's, in my opinion, the number two place in Austin is La Barbecue. That was a so I so my friends and I instead of. Uh, doing you know wine tours or whatever we do barbecue tours uh-huh. texas monthly comes out with their barbecue so we found it was then a, a food truck over by the embassy suites yep. across they were across the way and uh i think they have a brick and mortar now they right do. they have a store but back back in it was the brother or sister of louis Mueller's broke away 
and started La Barbecue. Yeah. It's damn good. Yeah. Franklin started out in the trailer too. Yeah. For a few years, and then they, you know, they upgraded to a brick and mortar. La Barbecue is very, very good. What's though. your meat of choice? A brisket. I'm. I mean, it's the crown jewel of barbecue. It's a Texas guy. There's yeah. a lot of people yeah. that were hating on brisket on Twitter recently. I saw it. saying it's the most overrated barbecue meat, which I disagree with. No, these these are people who have never had properly smoked brisket. Well, here's that's the thing. We're in. We're in California. We do tri-tip out here, which yeah. is garbage. Um, <laughs> even done well, it's just a chewy, fatty, but not fatty in a good way. It's just not a good Grizzly. cut of meat. It's really hard to make it good. Uh, a good smoked brisket. Is it's I, you can't beat it. I mean, right. the crown jewels for me are: can you do ribs, and can you do, and pork ribs? Pork ribs like, are incredible. Can ribs. you do pork ribs and can you do brisket? The beef rib has really come on the last five or six years as a thing in I Texas. Don't do it. I don't do it. Yeah, it's not not that big. But if I when I go to a place, I'm eating your brisket, and then I'm you know, and I want I want the lean, I want fatty, I want some burn ins, and I want I'm some. I want do you ever bags. smoke your own meats? Yeah. I'm a, I'm a, I, I love, I'm a big barbecue. I you love it. You got a Traeger? It. This guy can't stop smoking. I'm a wood. I'm, he's a, he's a, I'm addicted to the game. I, mean, <laughs> I do nothing but wood pellet, though. Yeah. What What wood? Uh, man, I do Pecan, the... Um, mesquite. Oh, I go... Oak. Yeah, I do mesquite. I do oak. Um, I've even got a summer shandy hybrid. It's a it's Ooh. a collabo they did with no one's uh, doing the people that. at Traeger. <laughs> yeah, man, I'm really mixing He's ahead of the game. Yeah. Wow. What? You know what? The Epic Flash, that's him and barbecue. Yeah. That's true groundbreaking he's knocking the tits off his barbecue <laughs> <laughs> you know, a, oh man I, w- I couldn't believe it we heard this and we'll a couple more questions but uh i heard that um they actually rented a supercomputer to make this epic flash like the face uh and they used a lot of a- ai 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 developed it and we didn't know that alan iverson was doing this kind of AI. stuff after he's basketball. got handles dude he's got handles so he likes <laughs> yeah. so so i did it was really cool and, and i've been with callaway for probably like four years now um, part of their family. I do a lot of stuff for them. And, and one of the cool things was doing the, uh, the, the launch this morning at 6 a.m. We went live with Harry Arnett, senior VP of marketing. Uh, Michelle, we Sergio Garcia came in and we, we announced all these new products, the ball, the driver, the three sets of irons, the putter um, and listening and, and watching all of this come to life is amazing. And talking about the AI and Harry told this to me this morning, what they did, if they had, I think 20 club fitters and in, in R&D guys, you know, the guys that are creating this. If they had 20 guys, it would have taken them 34 years to create what they created yeah. in the Epic Flash. Yeah. That's insane to me. What yeah, they can nobody do Nobody got time for that. With these nah. supercomputers. I can't wait that long. No. I, I need this technology my, right now. I want to get my flash on now. Yeah. It, it's it's so in in the ball and what they're doing with the it's it's astounding to me. Like I'm I'm no joke picked up 10 yards with my irons today and the dispersion pattern is you could throw a blanket over where I'm hitting it even my misses. It's just it is a game changing. It's it's nuts. And when people say, "Oh, does technology really make a difference?" Oh, it yeah. does. I oh, mean, yeah. it really Absolutely. does. What's your lowest round ever? Uh, I think it was at Craig Ranch, if I'm not mistaken, actually, uh, up in Dallas. I uh, shot 75. Mm. Made everything in sight. That's what yeah. you have to do. When you go low, you make everything in sight. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, you're we just know. hooping everything. That's what we do. We go low. It's it's we all the ones you should try. make, plus you're making a few of those 10, 20, 30-footers where you're like, oops, 75. knock that in. How many hole in ones? One. Where? This year. Where? Last year, sorry, 2018. I was, uh, I, I'm on the board at my club up in uh, L.A. at North Ranch. Um, I'm on the board, and we have this collegiate tournament, the Southwest Am. Um, it's just awesome. It's now hosted by Pepperdine. Tiger won it a couple of times with Stanford. And a bunch of PGA guys have come through and won there. So the, the day 
day or two before the tournament, we do a member amateur and you buy a team. So a good friend of mine went to Michigan. I bought the University of Michigan and you play with their guys. So I had the one and two players from Michigan, the coaches, my buddies, and on our signature hole, hooped it. 155, wow, 160, drew it in like a rabbit into a hole. What'd you hit? What iron? Seven iron. Eight iron. Eight, Eight iron. iron. Okay. Did you see it down? Yeah. I mean, you could watch wow. it. It was, it was perfect. It was perfect. The fact that all my buddies were there, these kids from college were there, uh, it was expensive. It cost me a lot of money that night. Say, you yeah, got to buy rounds. We, we do. Well, it was kind of a, a break because we do a dollar a hole. I don't know what you do at your club. We do a dollar a hole for your hole in one. So it was 156 a man okay. in the group. So I made a little money. Good. Good for you. And then every, if you're not in our group, it's 100 a man. Okay. Damn. That's awesome. We're, we're still waiting on ours. <laughs> yeah. Right? Nobody here has one, right? No. Yeah, people are saying 2019 is a year Yeah, for I think us, it's though. our yeah. year. <laughs> I'm thinking by Q2. Yeah. <laughs> Give me a second quarter run. <laughs> yeah. You got anything else for Chris Harrison? We got Chris so. Harrison on. Chris go. Harrison, you're cool than I thought you were going to be, man. No. Can you guys believe Texas beat Georgia? I can't. I can't. No. No, I really can't the, either. That's a lot of money. That defense. Who saw that? Comment? I will say this, though. If you watch their, their – you know, if you're into horse racing, every now and then you, you saw a horse have a freak kind of run – well, if you watch Texas all year, it's like, well, they did beat OU. Yeah. And they gave them a game in the Big 12. And then, you know, they beat uh, OSU, right? I think they beat Oklahoma they State. They beat Oklahoma State. And so, they, like, they had legit wins. Yeah. So, it was in them. That they're, they, they, it's and good they to see that program. To Maryland, so. Life's better when A&M and Texas Absolutely. and all them are playing ball. Yeah. Hey, future looks good. Ellinger is going to be a, a really, really good college quarterback. Yeah. Yeah. He's as thick as Colton. Dave, yeah. do you want to ask uh, the final question? Yeah, people want to know this. This uh, is your final question tonight. What's next for Chris Harrison in 2019? God, uh, more of the same. So just playing golf and like just doing dope that, shit. Yeah. Well, here's here's, here's what's up. Barbecue and playing golf. Uh, Monday, <laughs> September, uh, September. Jeez, uh, January 7th is a premiere live. So I'm leaving here, driving straight up. The next two days are just all rehearsal. Then we have the live show, three hours, and then I am knee deep in getting ready for Pebble. I'm I'm got the glorious honor of being invited back to Pebble. Uh, played in the Pro-Am last year with Jason Day, which was just an embarrassment of riches. We finished top 10, so I don't even know why I'm going back. It's never going to be that good again. So I'm back this year, and it's the greatest week of my life. Good it's for you, man. It's unbelievable. My buddy Caddy's for me. All, everyone comes up. It's, it's awesome. Are you doing the closest to the pin competition on that? I finished third last year. Love it. Lost to Larry Fitzgerald, that bagger. Speaking of another specimen, holy yeah. crap. <laughs> also I, nice guy. I hate to be taken by another man, but I just stare at him. <laughs> and Somet I rub sometimes you got to get taken, Pretty though. much what we do on this and podcast. We're doing yeah. with Colton. I'm like, yeah. can, I just, can I touch your pecs? Like, no, no, <laughs> yeah. Larry, Larry Fitzgerald makes Colton look like a fat kid. Colton looked like a cartoon holding the Yeah, He's, uh, and the Colton is ripped Dude, put your stud. Tuck your biceps in, but he can't because it's just all – all meat there. Yeah, he yeah. can't hold his follow through because his muscles are just like too big. And Larry like, won last year. Larry down. won the damn uh, AT and T. Yeah, you, I assume you play with Romo. Yes, yeah. Tony, Tony's a friend and, and a really good guy and an incredible golfer. Be interested, you know, I, I was looking forward to him getting away from playing and picking up his clubs and see if he can make a go of it. I know he he tried there in Putacana at the uh, that web dot com thing, and hopefully he'll he'll get some more shots because it's the putter with him, right? Yeah, yeah. And, and it's always tough, is. Man. Stroke play, man. Stroke play. Steph Curry found the same thing. Those guys are great golfers. It just shows you how damn good these guys really are. Sergio's out here. Watch him for an hour. He doesn't miss hit a ball. No. Michelle we Wee, same thing. It's a, they're sick. Yeah. Yeah, I don't get it. I mean, I watched Jason Day for four days, 
And yes, he pounds it further than most human beings. But it was his short game and his touch and imagination around the greens that that got me because he's on just, another level. Yeah, it's they, there was nothing a lot that of cuts, was too difficult for him. Had they you devote met, you know a lot of hours. Had you met him before? Because I know he lived in Fort Worth for a while. I met him. It wasn't through that though. I, I oddly because of my job, I met Ellie, his wife. Uh, wonderful, and I, I did some help and some work for them for the uh, Brighter Day Foundation, and got him some auction items and all that. And through that, I met Jason, and then totally random. I was talking to Ellie, and I said, "Hey, does Jason have a partner for the pro am?" She's like, "Well, hold on, he's sitting right here." And his deal with Lexus, there was like a loophole, and he hadn't quite signed yet, so he needed a partner. And he's like, "Yeah, I'd love to play with Chris." And I was like. So he scored a, a former world number one. Yeah. I mean, that was his good. <laughs> yeah, that's a good pull. Everybody was so pissed. Like, how did you get Jason Day? I'm like, I yeah. asked him. That's all it takes. All they can say is no. We got to start asking more. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I'll take, I'll take Kevin Tway or Kelly Kraft right now. Right. Who cares? Whatever. Have you made it to a Dell match play yet in Austin? Have you been to one of those? No. No. <sighs> it's fun. I want to get down to the F1. Yeah. I hear that is yeah. quite the scene. It, that's it, the it, weekend. I hear that's it's all the, the same weekend. No, no, no. I'm just saying that's the oh, weekend. Okay. Yeah, I hear it's awesome. No, I mean, watching the Dell match play is awesome, but it's, uh, I don't know. It's Pete Dye. What are you going to do? Yeah. <laughs> well, we know you got to get out of here, man. Yep. We Hit appreciate the road. you coming on. Uh, you got anything so coming much. up you want to plug, like any show? Uh, you can obviously watch the new season of The Bachelor. Yeah, that's right. Mondays on ABC with Colton, and every day, watch Who Wants to Be a Millionaire. Check, oh. your, check your local listings. I, you do it all. You do, okay, you got you more. You do it all. What aren't you doing? When you, you, were, when you were talking about the Cowboys, I was like, put this guy in the booth. I want to listen to you. <laughs> I would love, you know, honest to God, I was a sportscaster in Oklahoma City, and that's where I started. And my goal in life was to move back to Dallas, where I'm from, and be the voice of the Cowboys. That's the dream uh, for every Yeah, be a sportscaster at home and be the voice of the Cowboys. And so Dale Hansen, Brad Sham, all those guys. I mean, I, I grew up always listening to the radio and turn the tv down because i you know you want to listen to your hometown guys that was my goal in life i would yeah. I, and if someone said quit everything and you can be the voice of the cowboys gone if jerry uh -huh. jones called me right now quit everything you guys are you guys can take over the bachelor i don't care actually I'm he is a listener of the show so he'll he'll hear this who's that yeah, jerry jones he's a good i know jerry <laughs> i know jerry and, and and the whole family steven and charlotte and i love that family i love the organization they're they're really good people they do a lot of good around dallas and um i'm i am i'm a diehard fan of them and the team, but yeah, that's that's how it all started was was being a sportscaster, and then fell into this w weird world. And now, <laughs> who wants to be a millionaire? I've done for four years, which is awesome. Great. Every day, so check you actually your get a listings. ton of FaceTime. We weren't even people yeah. don't give. Did you, you guys know it's National Trivia Day? Damn, did not. There, there we go. go. Why well, you just did trivia? Why well, that was weird. That was that trivia. Was like yeah. That was that was very meta. Yeah, yeah. yeah people like aren't it. doing that on podcasts. My brain's in a million pieces. All right, boys. Happy New Year. Thank you. Thank you so much for coming on. So I hope Jack Stone did not listen to that interview. I think he's going to, but can I hope I, he didn't. Can I apologize to him? Yeah. Because I'll, I'll put yeah, this on kinda, me. You kind of sold him out. This is me. I, I, I thought he would, I didn't think he would go in on it. I thought, you know, we were just kind of playing around. I didn't think, I didn't think Chris would, would, would go that hard. Would he, hashtag body did he bag hashtag, him? I was going to say, did he hashtag body bag Yeah. Him? Hashtag ouch. Hashtag wow. As much I, as we love Chris Harrison, like he, he wronged our boy. I love Jack. I hope Jack's still cool with us. People said that the Stone you would, Man. People said that Dave Ruff would not ask Chris Harrison what it feels like to hit knock the tits off the ball. Yeah, uh, but he we we went there. Dave that's did the it. kind of content that they have us out for. We also got word that Chris Harrison would quit his current job in a second to be the Cowboys announcer, which I found to be very interesting. 
Uh, was he right on his prediction? Did he predict a Cowboy victory over the Seahawks? No, he predicted Seahawks. <laughs> Chris, 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 you silly That's ass. That's a classic hometown reverse jinx, and I respect it. He, yeah, he used our podcast as a platform to reverse jinxes. It's hometown. called an emotional hedge. That's what he was doing there. Yeah. Uh, my buddy calls it a happiness hedge when he bets uh, Same thing. the opposite, which I, I like. That. Happiness is an emotion, so it makes sense. Yeah. yeah. It's an all-encompassing is what you said. Yes. Does Chris strike you as the kind of guy who puts money on like random college basketball games? Like is he is he you know, got action? I'm gonna say no. You don't think? I'm gonna say no. In I my head, like I want I him like to be. I feel like he would have come up with like a, like he would have said something about the line or something like that. Okay. He doesn't strike me as a big gambler. He's a big Austin guy. Yeah. Austin, Texas. We even talked Texas football with him a little bit. I couldn't stand up for like five Texas, minutes after Georgia. the interview because as he left the room, he said, "Hey, next time in Austin, let's get some Q together." Yeah. And I was like. Dog, what like, if dude, we're drop just, us your digits, Chris? Like, what if we're just sitting at the like patio of Terry Black's, just chilling with Chris Harrison? What TVs. If, man, what if we're spotted getting cute with Chris Harrison around Austin? I never even heard someone say, "Let's get like, cute together." Like that's the look. Yeah, that's what we need, dude. I talk about doing numbers. You talk about ending a night at Pop. That's where that night ends up. You start. You start at TBs or Q. Get in the queue at La Barbecue. I promise I will never go to Pop again. I will go for Chris. But H. I will go for Chris Harrison. Mash that rosé button. Sparkling style. I'm not mashing any rosé buttons. Yeah, we are. Um, also, noted, he's a noted golfer, as we discussed. I, we got to get on the course with him. We got to do content with Let, this Let's guy. start with Q, Dave. I, don't I know think it's already gaseous enough in here. Like we, This is essentially the Chris, Harris, Chris Harrison gas station right now. Silky smooth swing. I love his tempo. Yeah. Kind of like a guy who plays very, very often. Yes. Really nice courses. Yeah. He kind of big time me. I asked him if he because he told me he was playing in Cabo. Mm-hmm. Sign name drop Cabo del Sol. It's yeah. Of course, Will and I have played. Dylan, have you played it? I have not. That's too bad. Um, I'm sorry. It's okay. Uh, and he named another it, course, which is a better course that he's playing. And yeah. It's kind of like, oh, I mean, you know, I'll go. I'll go fuck. Myself. Well, Dave, he is Chris Harris. Yeah, you tried. He is Chris Harris, and you're just crime dog. I, that, <laughs> it bummed me out. It bummed me out because I really wanted to talk about the tacos at the turn of Cabo del Sol with him. That's an underrated part of that golf course experience. I was, I was on Instagram last night, and I follow uh, a gentleman who was also at the Callaway event. He's a photographer. His name's Half Life, or his Instagram handle is Half Life. I don't know if that's how you say it. H-A-F-E underscore life. And he was going through, and somebody asked him a question on Instagram, the best, best food at golf courses. And his answer, one of the answers that he gave was the fish tacos at the turn of Cabo del Sol. Wow, wow nobody's answering like that. Accurate, accurate statement. Man. Hey, shout out to uh, Shadow, our producer for this pod. Oh my God, dude! Did you remember she- seeing Shadow that night at the bar? Yeah, he you, gave me the most dude, intense handshake. You can't ask me that question as if I was like blacked out. I had like three beers at that event. I, all right, bro. I wanted I wanted to to take Shadow with us, dude. Shadow, if you're listening, hire him away from Callaway. Probably not going to happen, but you know we they, they so can offer. If benefits. I can get a personal plug off right now, uh, I did an interview on the Sunday Scaries podcast with Michelle Wee. And I was editing it yesterday, and I was just sitting there. I was like, this is just me sitting in a room with Michelle Wee and Shadow, just having yeah. a conversation about food. This yeah. reminds me of, a, of an interesting thing from my past. My sister, her first car, drop-top Dodge Shadow. Wow. Yeah. Damn. Only in Texas can you get a drop-top as your first car. It was swag. Damn. Slab, slab goddess. Yeah, she was What was your slow. first car? Uh, it was an 89 Jeep Cherokee. Is your sister a slab goddess? Yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> she follows all of us on Graham. My first ever car was a 1995 Subaru Legacy wagon. Mine was a wow. 1996 Z71 Silverado on 33s. 
Shouts. The rims or the tires? The, the tires, Dave. Oh. Didn't you have spinners? No. I was uh, I was more uh, into uh, the lifted look back then. than Body I was. or suspension? I went broke boy. I went suspension. What do you think Chris Harrison's first car was? Wow. So he's a Lake Highlands guy. That's a that's a neighborhood in Dallas, a high school in Dallas. It's not it's not like Highland Park, but it's 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 nice. It's nice. Affluent. It's uh yeah. I'm going to say I'm gonna say Firebird. Yeah. I mean it was probably yeah, seven <laughs> it was in the seventies probably, right? Whoa. Eighties? How old is he? I'm gonna oh, give him the benefit of the 70s. doubt. I'm gonna say eighties. He's not your age. Eighties. <laughs> Come on, son. 70s. He's not your. He's not in your demographic. Let's put. That's our new game. How old is Chris Harrison? <laughs> we ask every guest how old they think Chris Harrison is. So during during the Bachelor the other night, they did a highlight reel of his entire career as a Bachelor host. Not only did our man's get some fits off, but like he hasn't aged a bit. He looks great. He looks fantastic. He looks like he feels great. Yeah. Do you think he's on like testosterone? Yeah. He's not a. He was weird. He was layered up because it was a little bit cool. He had a bulletproof he's, vest on. He's definitely in good shape. Like he's probably optimized. He might be. He he appeared to be in ketosis, and he at least he knew what that was. If you want to hear more about ketosis, uh, I would advise you to listen to our uh, other episode that's live right now, which is our interview with Colton, the y'all, current bachelor. Y'all shouldn't have let me lead with that. That 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 dera- that almost derailed everything. Colton is really good at when he doesn't want to answer something. He just shuts his mouth and just looks at you and kind of gives a smirk. I wish we had video. Because he does that He does that on the show, too. If somebody asks him a question, he just smiles and is like, nope, not happening. Anyway, should we wrap this up? Yeah. People yeah. need to hear Colton's on the, uh, Colton on the new episode. Well, yeah. Wait, do they have to listen to that one like next, or do they have to stay in chronological? Yeah, what do we do here? Oh, like, that's a good question. Dylan, what do you think? I prefer, oh they go, I prefer they go episode one. Chris Harrison, Colton, but it's up to them. They can do whatever they want. That's the beauty of podcasting, right? Yeah, dude. They can jump around. For cheesy. Jump around. All that matters is that you slap that subscribe button. Slap it. Give a little poppy. Yeah, but next is Colton. Bachelor Colton. Let's reiterate what we said in the beginning of the episode. Circling Back Pod on Twitter. Circling Back Pod on Instagram. Mash that follow button. Subscribe. Tell your friends. Tell, if you have Bachelor friends that like, you watch The Bachelor with, send this out to them. I want Today you to, is launch day. I want you to tell 1,000 of your closest friends about the podcast. Thank you. 1,000. Do That's it. it. Thank you, Callaway, for having us out there. Yes. Major shouts to Callaway. Okay.